Warning, the Joe Moffat Show is not for the faint of heart, so if you are annoyed by the words fuck, shit, ass, cock, cunt, cocksucker, motherfucker, or tits, this might not be the show for you. If you like words like those, sit back, relax, and enjoy the next hour of a complete and utter fuckery hosted by yours truly, Joe Moffat. Be right back. Enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to the Joe Moffat Show. I am your host, Joe Moffat, coming to you live. I said live. What did he say, baby? I said all the way live from the JM Studios over here in Enid, Oklahoma. Man, hold up. Has today been just like crazy or something? No, fuck that. Has this week been crazy, y'all? What the hell is going on at the Olympics? Did I hear correctly? That Ryan Lochte, see, we get all these names right because I don't want to miss one one of these fuckers because this is an absolute amount of bullshit. First of all, we've already heard enough about all the crazy shit that's going on at the Olympics, but now we got these niggas lying about being robbed. If they really wanted to be robbed, they just should have went to the ghetto and hung out for a minute, and then they would have been robbed. What the fuck? You didn't have to fabricate no shit. No, they was out acting ass from what we're, the reports are saying um from what i'm seeing via the daily beast the ryan lochte rio robbery story uh keeps getting stranger said the latest video reports of lochte and three other u.s team usa swimmers getting in a fight with a gas station employee um which brazilian authorities say they have tried to cover up with the fake robbery story they sat there and said that that robbery did not happen and yet we didn't believe them what do you do you know what i'm saying i mean damn if they but honestly with the shit that's going on in real i'm not surprised it really if they wanted to be robbed they could have just stood out in the street and the shit would have happened i mean you know don't take advantage of a fucked up situation by saying that and making it worse by lying on the fucking people you assholes but anywho i know that's not my usual opening but as story goes on we'll get more reports i just wanted to hit that hit y'all with that breaking news that is happening right now as we speak um and on that note, hi, how has everyone been doing this week? I hope everything has been splendid. Mine has been kind of fucking crazy because it's been loads and loads of crazy shit going on. And as a surveyor of crazy shit on a weekly basis that I'd love to talk about, you know, we're actually going to take a step away from some of the crazy shit because on my TV screen as we speak is The Get Down. Yes, from Netflix. It is off the chain. And I got the review for the get down, but we're going to hold that till the end of the show because I do have spoilers. There's just some parts of the show that I can't not talk about because the shit is hilarious. So, I mean, we're, we're going to review this bad boy because I'm telling you, it is a good show. If you have not had a chance to see it, it is worth even for one month. And yeah, Netflix has a lot of good shows, but the get down is like 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 tons of tons of awesomeness. I'm telling you. I'm and y'all are gonna hear this review. It's gonna be off the chain. I actually wrote up a nice review for them, and I'm going to read it to you um in about 20 or 30 minutes. So there we go. Yeah, yeah. Crazy motherfuckers. And not only that, 
Um, of course, you know I have to continue the election coverage. But I want to start the show. Uh, we'll start this portion of the show. Um, and give a special shout out to all of the people affected by the um, storms and the flooding in uh, Louisiana. Uh, one of my places that I've called home for, for many years when I was a child. Um, there's There's been death. There's been tragedies. There's been homes lost. This is this is a real bad deal, people. And, and anybody that is able to, to go down and help or, or to make a donation, please um, contact your either your local American Red Cross or, or the Red Cross. I know they I saw something of the Red Cross in Lafayette um, were able to get enough donations to where they actually stopped taking donations, which is great, um, which means that they, you know, hit whatever goals they, they were trying to hit and, and reached all their achieve so they can help as many people as they can. But that is going to run out. So, you know, make sure, you know, call Baton Rouge, call call New Orleans, call the surrounding areas, call Lake Charles. I'm willing to bet they're taking donations as well for them, um, as well as, you know, other surrounding areas, Beaumont, and I know they have one there. Um, definitely, I know the Houston chapter is probably taking donations as well, Shreveport, um, so and of course, like I say, your local um, American Red Cross to see how you can help uh, with those who have been affected by those rains and, and and everybody just you know keep them folks on your minds. You know it's 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 hard when you lose everything so fast. And for the state of Louisiana, they have had you know so many tragedies, and it's it's almost about close to ten or eleven years. You know something happens because they're they're in that part of the Gulf where any portion of of land in that area can be affected by a major storm um just you know over the few years louisiana has been really really uh, affected very strongly um so yeah please please make sure you donate uh keep those people in your prayers if you pray uh, if you don't pray just you know keep them in your thoughts uh because everybody you know and just don't be a dick for them, you know. Chill out a little bit. It's been so much silly shit going on, and we got people in here in the United States of America losing everything, and then like a few states over, we got people being complete dicks towards each other. So, please, please, let's not let's take a break from the craziness, please. And I'm lighting a cigarette. Calm y'all asses down. Don't be sitting there thinking I'm doing nothing else. You crazy motherfuckers. And uh, yeah, just do whatever you can to try to look out for those people. Also, um, there's been a bit of a <laughs> bit of a confusion, um, as I guess I can see in television. You know, there's been a lot of mix-ups in in TV shows that have been ha taking place. One in particular was with Comedy Central a couple of years ago when Stephen Colbert um, was announced to be the new host of uh david letterman's uh show and then also john stewart stepping away from the daily show so that basically left a hole with the colbert report being gone and then um the daily show was needing a host which they were able to get trevor noah who's done an amazing job um and then of course they had the nightly show which actually kicked off um a year before trevor took over uh the daily show and so it actually saddens me to say this, but tonight on Comedy Central will be the last broadcast of the nightly show with Larry Wilmore. And um, I just want to say as a fan, I have watched every episode. I don't think I've missed one. 
I've seen everyone that they've had on there as guest hosts. I've seen their guest appearances. I I, I watched episodes uh, with Bernie Sanders. I, I watched episodes uh, each and every one, and and countless amounts of, of interviews and memories. Um, a lot of it, you know, kind of helped me in, in some cases uh, because there were stories they talked about that you didn't hear about on regular media outlets. And, you know, they, they kept a constant contact about uh, Flint, Flint, Michigan. Well, they tried to. They kind of cracked on themselves because they did drop the ball a little bit on that story. They kept constant contact with the um, uh, pending election that's happening here in the United States for uh, the presidency or, or what they call the unblackening, <laughs> which was absolutely hilarious. If you ever had a chance to watch uh, the nightly show or if you haven't had a chance, please. I know they have it on Hulu. You can catch previous episodes, um, but they did give a different perspective. And, and everybody over there, Robin Thede, um, Larry, um, definitely Mike Yard. Shout out to Mike Yard. He, he, he gives me so much love on Twitter. You know, I love his uh, podcast as well, um, which is off the chain yard talk. Um, you can usually catch that on Wednesday nights. They usually post new episodes. Uh, man, uh, Ricky Velez, he has a awesome Snapchat feed. He always has different comedians on there with him. Um, and then he's always posing by himself. I don't understand why men pose, uh, just, pose you know, i don't even you know but it's cool as fuck you know to see him so um of course francesca francesca ramsey and 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 everyone else uh that was a part of the show um man thank you guys for the memories it was off the chain i enjoyed every episode from beginning to end I always wanted and i was kind of hoping that it would be something that continued on because i i wanted a spot on that show man i mean shit it was it was the real deal because larry didn't pull any punches larry was was very very real he, he takes his job very seriously and, and he was handling his business he didn't got drunk the last couple episodes on tv which i find absolutely hilarious and i don't fucking blame him shit i get drunk too shit i'm hell last week fuck it might as well and plus everybody else keeps sending him liquor so what the hell you might as well get fucked up that's what we do and larry and everybody there Y'all my niggas, man. I cut for every motherfucker one of y'all. Um, and by all means, if you want to work for free, come work for me because I need all the help I can get. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so shout out to everybody over at the Nightly Show. Hate to see you guys uh, being taken off of TV and hate to see the show was canceled. But we are going to miss the fuck out of all of you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, and on that note, I heard... And saw some fuckery. This, I uh, first kind of heard the story on Cracked on the Daily Show with uh, Trevor Noah. And it kind of killed me to hear when I, well, actually, no, let me take that back. It didn't fucking kill me. It wasn't no fucking shock. It was Donald Trump. That dumb motherfucker said something stupid again. But this one, this one took the cake. <laughs> look first of all this crazy motherfucker in like the middle we're we're at the we're at the home stretch of the fucking election and this nigga then changed his whole fucking team anybody with that much inconsistency inconsistency cannot run a country no 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 you gotta fire your whole motherfucking squad and regroup two and a half months away from the show no bruh no dude nobody does that that shit's insane 
But that motherfucker is insane. Because you also don't make a plea to black voters in a room full of white people in fucking Wisconsin. Who the fuck does that? It wasn't a nigga in the room. I don't think it was that many niggas in the county. They said it was a 95% white town. How the fuck are you going to try to address black people in a room full of white people? These white people are listening to you. They looking at you like, why is this motherfucker talking about this here? Really? This nigga don't even know what voters to pay attention to when he ain't doing all these fucking press conferences. Why are y'all listening to this shit, man? This is fucking crazy, man. Really? This motherfucker will go to the ghetto and talk about white people. He will talk to the... No, he won't go to the barrio. I, what's the point? <laughs> they ain't gonna let that nigga get a word in. He ain't gonna get to say shit. Because them motherfuckers gonna be screaming through that whole goddamn speech. Shit. <laughs> Hell, I saw some fucked up shit talking about they were... Uh, um, they said Donald Trump was watching the Olympics to see how the Mexican pole vultures do. I thought that was so fucked up. It was funny, but that was so fucked up when I heard that shit. <laughs> that was some funny shit. Whoever the fuck said that motherfucking shit is stupid, you racist son of a bitch. But the shit was funny. I'm sorry. I, I laugh at stupid shit. I laugh. Everybody should laugh at some shit that they ain't got no business. To, that you know they ain't really got no business laughing at. But then again, it's fucking funny. Fuck it. You know, what the hell? Why not? I'm just like, wow. Just fucking stunned that this motherfucker would address black people in a room full of white people. That's crazy. That's like going to Walmart in your goddamn Kmart uniform applying for a job. Why would you do that? That is stupid. What proper fucking attire, you dumb bastard? Don't be sitting here showing up to motherfucking, uh, this whole fucking show is stupid, y'all. <sighs> Give me a minute. Give me a minute. God damn it. <sighs> fuck, 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 fuck. How has everybody really been doing? I, I want to know that. Because I we 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 got a little problem going on. Okay? And this, I'm about to get real for a moment. Because there's been a misconception either I, I'm 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 feeling like I'm losing some of my audience. And contrary to popular belief, I don't want that to happen i did a in-depth interview um shout out to jeremy vilmer over at geekish cast we did a real real in-depth interview with me um about a week and a half ago a lot of people didn't know that we were uh doing this i actually pulled this off uh the day after my son left which um as i mentioned before you know is is devastating to me 
And um, it's it's been the last last couple of weeks have been kind of rough, y'all. If y'all, I mean, if you couldn't tell just from the shows as as well, to me, I've been stinking up the fucking joint. I, I goddamn, I, I'm I'm listening to what I'm saying, and it's almost like I'm not believing it because some of the shit that I'm I'm reporting about is so fucking unbelievable. It's ridiculous. I really can't see for the life of me how in the United States of America there's so much separation. They there there's so many cliques and so many groups and so many people trying to have this message and so many people trying to have that message. The problem is that's the way we've been trained. That's the way we've been put into effect. We've been told all these years that you have to believe in a certain thing. But then what happens is everybody believes in a certain thing, but then everybody wants to believe in it in a certain way. You know what I'm saying? So you can take a Christian and you can take a Muslim and put them in a room. Have them read each, both the Quran and the Bible. You will hear many similarities between the two, but yet they choose to be a group that is separate, and and they try to keep each other separated. They 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 argue and complain about about about, about who said this and what said that and woo woo and and it's it's stupid. It's stupid because at the end of the day, they're just books. I've been going through a lot with this, y'all. See, y'all, y'all bear with me with this. I, I, I want to push through this. I need to talk about this for real. This has really, really, really been on my mind heavy lately, because it's hard to understand how people who call themselves Christians can follow a man like Donald Trump. You, you, there's. That is one of the biggest hypocrisies I've seen in a long time in this country. It is very hypocritical about how people have chose to separate themselves from groups simply by opinion. None of you motherfuckers have facts about anything dealing with with how, how Muslims see things and nobody has any facts really on how Christians see things, because at the end of the day, each of you are seeing things from the dictations of a book written by a man. A man wrote the Quran. A man wrote the Bible. These were stories. I'm, 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 I'm going to get a lot of backlash for this. But I, like I said, I got to get this off my chest. This is... This has been fucking with me, man. I'm sorry. Because I, 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 there was a story that I saw in the news last week that <laughs> was funny as fuck. And it reminded me of one I saw back in the 90s where um, the, the lady, the, this lady, the one that happened this week, this lady was sitting at a restaurant. She was sitting at a buffet. She had her feel. She sat there and ate her ass to the end of the world. She had all the cakes and cookies and creams and steaks and whatever the fuck else they had on the menu. She ate her ass off. And at the end of the meal, at the end of the evening, they said, where well, here's your bill. And then she starts praying. <laughs> I ain't lying. <laughs> Look it up. She starts praying. 
to which she's praying for the bill to pay itself. Now, I'm, I, I know this isn't the best example, but there was a lady back in the 90s that was driving her car and she took her hands off the fucking steering wheel thinking God would drive her. This was even before the damn song Jesus Take the Wheel came out and another fool did that shit. <laughs> it blows my mind. We have groups of people forming a union surrounding a religion that and in this portion what they're getting from the religion is that people should die to have religious freedom and people are listening to this bullshit i'm sorry <laughs> y'all brought this on yourselves you when when i saw christians supporting donald trump I lost it. I lost all my sensibility of being able to believe in any form of any religion. It, I'm sorry. It, it, this shit, no. This thing went too far. Way too far. He is trying. And, and I'm going to tell you what, what set it off. When he came out and said that he was going to set up a registry and, and people had to sign to the registry if they came to the United States and if they were in the United States and claimed the Muslim faith. Do you know how fucking hard it is to identify somebody by their religion, nigga? Are you fucking kidding me? I said this a couple of weeks ago. If you don't want to be identified as a Muslim, wear a cross. They won't fuck with you. And nobody would know. But why are we even going through all of this shit? Why are we concerned about what a person's religion's beliefs have shit to do with who they are, what they're about? But that's right. We base it off of that. We base everything off of religious belief. And it's fucking stupid. It's becoming ignorant because people are sitting here following a man who is a sick, twisted fuck. And y'all want me want to sit here and tell me. That by God's grace, he should be president of the United States. I say to you today, my friends, I have not tripped over shit and hit my goddamn head to believe that that orange douche nozzle needs to be president of shit. That motherfucker don't need to run a motherfucking manure union. He don't need to do shit. Ever. Ever, 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 ever. Everything he says, his ass and contradicts it somewhere else. He is painting himself as a horrible politician. He's doing it on purpose. It's becoming blatant. And there's still motherfuckers out here talking about pray for his soul, Donald Trump. Hmm. This has been a, a, I've been running through this block since April. I've been running through it a little bit longer than that, but I, I didn't let it soak in. I kept telling myself because I, me, I'm, I've always considered myself a Christian. 
I'm not a Bible toter because to me, when you go to church, sometimes church is church, but other times it's a guy standing in a pulpit barking out a bunch of orders for people in a room to do. Then he collects his check and leave. I've been to churches like that. And then every time I mention a church like that, somebody always tells me, oh, well, come to my church. It's not like that. Really? What is it like then? Oh, wait. Eh, for what? I don't go. I don't get it. I I shouldn't have to shop around to, to different preachers to hear the same fucking story. It's the same fucking story. Same one. It's no different at no other church. In the Christian faith, it's the same damn Bible. It's no different. But it's a book about people in a lifetime that happened. There's evidence all over the planet that states there's no way the things in this story could have happened the way they did. Either of the stories, any of them, No way in hell. But yet hundreds of millions of people give hundreds of billions of dollars to nothing. To be chastised. To be told what's right and what's wrong. Don't get me wrong. Feel me on this. I do believe there's right and there's wrong. I do believe that hurting people is not right. You know, that's not right. That's wrong. When you believe in something that takes away your belief in humanity and your belief in people and your belief in, in, in the human existence, we got a problem. That shit ain't right. It'll never be right. And it'll never be fucking cool. I'm sorry. I, I, I'm, I'm still struggling through this because I, 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 I still find myself because as a child, I, I was deep in the church. My mother, she, we had Bible studies at the house. We had to preach over for dinner. We had, uh, you know, I was baptized in all of this shit twice. You know? Went in front of the church and did the whole, you know, get smacked on the forehead and shit. I did it all. I seen it all. Two, three days after the fact, same shit, different day. So you know what they do with you? Come Wednesday night, you go back and get a recharge to get you through Thursday and Friday. Saturday you chill, Sunday you go back and get 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 that 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 feeling, that, that heavenly feeling to get you through the week. Whole time the preacher standing up there chastising your ass. Some of these preachers got the nerve and audacity by sitting here chastising people and at the same time sitting here with their fucking fingers smelling like little boys' booty holes. See, that fucks with me too. You understand what I'm saying? And then, but the whole time, we supposed to be sitting and talking about forgiving this nigga? No! I ain't, what? It's still on the bitch's breath. How the fuck are we going to forgive this motherfucker? Are you serious? That ain't forgiveness. That's mental fucking illness. 
Something wrong with his ass. Get him out. But he got the nerve to still be calling himself a preacher. Yes, I'm talking about Eddie Long. Sitting here posting that damn picture looking like a goddamn coked out dum-dum and shit. That motherfucker looked like a coked out blow pop in that goddamn picture that was on Facebook. He's sitting here talking about how he ain't lost all his weight. Cocaine and AIDS uh, eat up a whole lot of fat fast. Oh, shit, I ain't supposed to say that. I don't give a fuck. Motherfuckers like Ivy Hilliard out in Houston. This nigga ain't done shit but took money out the ghetto to make himself rich. You want me to follow this shit? I'm sorry. It's it's so much bullshit to deal with. And I know it's, and then somebody going to sit in and say, well, Joe, it's, it's not I'm not like that. I know not all of us are. Ra- I'm not a rapist. I ain't never had to take a piece of pussy a day in my life. I let children be in children's places. I know right from wrong and I don't have to read a goddamn book or have some motherfucker waste my whole Sunday morning telling me what to do to be fucking right and wrong. Lord knows what his sorry ass doing in the goddamn closed doors of his his goddamn sanctuary. Don't make me say the name Josh Duggar. Please don't make me go there. Really? They said Bill Cosby was a real man of faith, too. And to take over for the nightly show, I'll be the one saying, I ain't forgot about you, motherfucker. You best believe that shit. They said this old goddamn shrunkled up fucking prune ass nigga sitting there trying to get the goddamn depositions put back under goddamn lock and key so they can't use them in court. Nigga, please, your ass is caught. You need to give it up. Your ass is through. If your ass ain't got a Johnny Cochran reincarnated, your ass is going to jail, pimp. I don't know who the hell going to get it. And he don't deserve to get out of this shit. Period. He fucking guilty. Guilty, guilty, guilty. You dirty, nasty, filthy, old fucking fart. If you'd have been a trick-ass nigga like Donald Trump, your ass would never have been called a motherfucking rapist, you ignorant bastard. But wait, hold on. Donald Trump was called a rapist too. But yeah, we still got Christians sitting here wanting to sit here and say that this nigga is a man of God. And a fine candidate for the president of the United States of America. Get the fuck out. Get the fuck out, man. I was talking with my boss the other day. We, we She was reiterating us, us some shit that I, I've never talked about. Well, I, I don't think I've talked about on the show. Um, they, they have this show that she's been watching called Escaping Polygamy. And this is about how people use religion to brainwash you know, women and little kids to do fucked up shit with these goddamn sorry ass men, you know, marrying six and seven and eight bitches and shit. And then fucking marrying all 14 and, and 15 years. And I, man, come on, man. Enough is a fuck enough. How much shit is you want me to goddamn forgive? I'm a fuck up. Don't get me wrong. I am not going to sit here and say I'm not a fuck up, but I'll be goddamn. If I'm on any of these niggas levels and they call themselves man of God, I don't call myself a man of God. I call myself a comedian. I call myself a rock star. I call myself a bad motherfucker, but I do not call myself a man of God. And I'm not going to sit here and put myself out there as no man of God to have a bunch of motherfuckers following me being lost in the goddamn woods with my blind ass. For what? Money? Shit. 
I sit here all motherfucking day long with two, three plays a day before I go out and go file my goddamn taxes and file paperwork to become a fucking preacher standing around a pulpit bumping out a bunch of bullshit. My mama told me when I was a kid, she said, Joe, you're going to grow up and become a preacher. And I've even had people, I've had people, uh, my boy Justin at Justin Time Podcast, he called me the prophet. Yeah. I, I, y'all got to understand, I, I, I look, I watch everything around me. I don't miss shit. And if I do miss something, it probably wasn't nothing I needed to pay to, attention to in the first place. So bear with me, okay? Because I'm, 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 I think I'm growing, but I'm, I'm trying to, to grow in the show. I'm trying to do more with this, but I'll shit you not. I, before I ever sell my soul to do that shit, Never, 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 never. Because first of all, I like saying fuck too much. I'll be in that goddamn pool pit saying fuck 87,615 times. On fucking recording. I shit you not. Saturday night, we would have fucking get down parties at my church. And then we'd wake up the next morning and have a sleepover. <laughs> Some motherfuckers won't get all drunk. Shit, they wake up next morning to do church. Fuck it. Hell. If we had a damn church convention, we having that motherfucker in Colorado. Y'all don't, I couldn't become a preacher, man. I'd rather do this. I'd rather sit here and talk to y'all than sell my soul. Whatever that may be. And that's for real. I just, I, I, I can't see myself going into that, you know? I've been thinking about it. I thought about it. I shit you not. I've thought about it. I said, no, I'd rather be here, right here with y'all. Because that's where I need to be. Whether if I reach one, 100, 1,000, 1 million, hey, that's all that matter to me. That's all I need. It'll turn into, we're going to turn it into something more than what it is, baby. I already know that. That's coming. But. I'm not wanting to do it being shady. I'm not wanting to do it being shysty. I'm wanting to do it being as real as possible. And I'm not going to give up until I hit my goal. And that's how you got to be, folks. That's how we can build humanity. That's how we can eventually, finally call ourselves free. By dropping the bullshit. Hear me with your heart, not your ears. I say that all the time. And if this is me delivering the gospel to you, well, hey, take it how you want. But here it is. And I say it every goddamn episode until I start seeing progress. We have got to start coming together as human beings. Human beings. There are situations in this world that have seen folks that can't even be in the same room with other human beings without being ignorant and having violent undertones simply because of what they believe in. And usually what they believe in is bullshit. I'm tired. If this is me delivering a sermon, y'all going to get a sermon today. But like I said, it's not going to come across the way you think it is. It's not going to be conventional. If this, if, if, a, if, I don't know. I'm not even going to say that. This is a movement. This is us. 
Joe Moffat show calls out today to anyone that wants to be a part of this movement. And it's the human movement. It's being fucking humans. What is wrong with being humans and loving each other? Loving thy neighbor. It shouldn't shock somebody when I tell them that my wife is white. That blows my fucking mind when I see people get shocked when I say my wife is white. So what? Why should that even fucking matter? Oh, because 60 years ago, a black kid was killed simply for looking at a white woman, whistling at a white woman. Oh, how far we have come, but we have farther to go. We can't stop. Just because I'm able to have a white wife don't mean shit. It's great. I love her. She loves me. But we can't stop there. We got to start coming together for real. And the next thing we need to tackle is these people behind these religions. Because it's causing too much separation. People are fighting in the streets and arguing. You'll see a black preacher and a white preacher standing there arguing with each other in the street. And they both supposed to be Christians. All for the benefit of Donald fucking Trump. This man is a beacon. He is a beacon of one thing. Ignorance. And I really hope we as people start seeing that ignorance and calling it out for what it is. But then a lot of that other ignorance will startly break down and you'll start seeing some of the things that I've been seeing here lately. I just see the signs that change has got to come. We can't, we, we have to start believing in ourselves and stop believing in the bullshit. Stop thinking that something great is going to happen without effort. Something wonderful is going to happen without strength. Your ass can't drive home not holding the motherfucking steering wheel. Bitch, if you're going to take your fat ass to a restaurant and eat your heart's content, you better have a 20 hit somewhere. God damn. We start losing bases of human common fucking sense for the benefit of faith. Common sense should never take a back seat to faith. Use your goddamn common sense. Fuck. Huh. God, I'm sorry. I, I had to get, I needed to get that off my chest because it's, it's really, really, really been fucking with me the last few weeks. It has been hard to really do. It's been hard to be funny because it's, it's, this is something that has been eating at me. And I would like to hear, I want to hear back from people. I do. I want to hear back from people. Y'all hit me up. Tell me what you think. Shout out to Hippie Pixie. Shout out to Dan Dent Jensen. Shout out to anybody that's ever goddamn left comments on my show. Shout out, to, shout out to all the reviewers, which don't y'all forget, as I'm sitting here wearing for the first time while doing a show, I'm sporting my The Joe Moffat Show t-shirt. And everybody that does a review will be entered into a drawing to win a Joe Moffat Show t-shirt that I will be ordering on my next shipment that probably will be coming by the middle of September. So you get it probably the last week of September. And then you'll be able to express your love for daddy all over the place because i love you tea sugars yes yeah, shut up crazy bastards get off me uh <laughs> and on that note the moment you all have been waiting for now that i've finished with my fucking whining for a goddamn minute chat the moment you've been waiting for the events that i had the opportunity to enjoy and i'm actually gonna turn some of this on i want to find a particular scene 
where um we talking about the get down y'all we about to talk about the get down i i have to do this and before before i start um because i'm going i want to have you know maybe have some now nah, nah, i don't know i may have some clips playing in the background i don't know yet but i do want to read this review that i typed up um because i really did enjoy this show and i want you guys to you know let me get through this and then after that we're gonna have some fun with it okay so uh, this is my review of The Get Down. Hilarious yet tear-jerking. A musical that pays tribute to the foundations of hip-hop. There's good music and a story that keeps you wanting to know more about each character and how their roles will eventually play out. And there's different elements throughout each episode showing what life was like in 1977 when poverty and unrest caused a rise in organized criminal activity, drugs, prostitution, and theft, and how a group of teenagers who took their lives into their hands to create a future for themselves. Justice Smith, as Ezekiel, is a transformation from a kid who for every reason has a right to feel sorry for himself but doesn't. He struggles through daily life as what some would call an orphan. But what many don't see, he's also a fighter. Losing both his mother and father and living with his, his aunt and aunt's boyfriend, who is semi-cool, but semi-douchebag, you know. He's kind of tough. He, he reminds me of my dad to a point, you know. He, he, he's not wanting to see bad come of you, and if kicking your ass is needed, well, so be it. And so it kind of makes him good in some cases, but you ain't got to be a complete douchebag about it. I'm just saying. He, he being Ezekiel, is in love, in love, in love, in love with the character Mylene, played by, y'all excuse me on this name, Horizon F. Gardilia. Yes. And those two are actually a perfect match. She loves music. He loves music. She wants to get out. He wants to get out. She wants a better life. He wants a better life. The problem is, you know, when you got little homegirls, and she does have little homegirls, they try to tell you that, you know, oh, you don't want to deal with no broke niggas. Oh, don't be with no broke niggas. Be at this nigga not only has the capacity to no longer be broke, but he also has the capacity to quite possibly be a portion of what takes over the world. The boy is off the damn chain. There was one part... Um, that I like to mention about Ezekiel to which he wrote an impassionate poem uh, about his uh, family and his, his situation. And the teacher wanted him to read it in front of the class and he didn't want to do it. And after he read it out loud to her, it's not, it wasn't hard to see why he didn't want to do it, but the kid as the character and the role that justice is playing is is so impassioned i mean you hear how i'm talking about it he's he's ezekiel he becomes ezekiel in this story it, it's true he, he really does become ezekiel by all means of the word and this love affair between them two is exactly a perfect example of a teenage mess they break up you find love again you know that i ain't gonna lie that boy would suck that girl dick if she had one he loves that girl to death, okay? There's one thing I do believe in, is that is the power of love. Yes, indeed. 
The power of love is a strong and powerful thing. It causes the world to move, to shake and vibrate. I'm telling you, it's a beautiful thing. And she loves him too. Marlene loves him, but she she got that she got that grind on her mind. She got to get that money. And you can't really blame her. You understand what I'm saying? You can't be mad at her for being the way she is. She's coming from nothing and wanting more. We all get that way. But it, and as she builds and as she grows, she realizes, and sometimes we all have to realize that there are certain people in your life that you have to stop fighting from being in your life. They have to be there. Their purpose is to be there. But then also you have to find those people who purpose is not to fucking be there and get their asses out. Kick that negativity to the fucking dough. See, she's thinking that he's the negativity when in actuality, baby, he the crutch. <laughs> he the whole goddamn wheelchair. If she fall, he there to catch her. He a pillow in the wind. Because if she, something happened, he there. There it is. Ain't nothing she can do about it because she need him. That's love, y'all. Even at a young age. And so as the story builds, uh, she, she, like I said, she finds herself needing Zeke you know, as he's constantly aching for her, she dogs him in one scene. She tells him, man, I don't want to do it your ass, bye, nigga, bye. But then in the same breath, less a week later, she needs his ass to play a song for him. So, I mean, it's like it's one of those things where she can't go without him. And no matter how hard she fights it, fate is going to take over. No matter what, fate is going to take over because in certain situations, there's, your ass is meant to be somewhere. No matter what the fuck you think, no matter what the fuck you plan, no matter what the fuck you do, your ass is meant to be where you is right now. You want to change it, you can. This is me trying to change and, and, and make my life better for me and mine. You got to do the same. They, she want to do the same. But at the same time, she can't do it alone. And she don't realize it. But that love affair that she had to Zeke, it ain't even reached the peak of where it could get to. Not by a long shot. But that's the reason why they only did the first six parts. And then they're going to bring six more out, I think. And then a few more after that, hopefully. Because like I said, this story is very, very, very good as hell. Um, but as Zeke ache for her, you know, the, he has a crew. And he has, he comes across, he already had some friends, his homeboys. They, they got his back 110%. You know what I'm saying? And one of his friends was three brothers. And one of his friends, named Dizzy, is played by Jaden Smith. And let me tell you something about Jaden Smith real quick. We have seen this young man over the last few years grow up into being the epitome of a space child. I know y'all gonna, some of y'all going to be judging me for saying that, but he has been the fucking epitome of a space child. That boy has done some shit that has been suspect. He's a good kid. He's not terrible. He ain't killing people. He ain't crazy. He's a good person. Just a little nutty. So to see him play Dizzy, shit, boy, somebody wrote that role for Jaden Smith. Last Bourbon, one of the, the, the makers and producers of the show, he had to have Jaden Smith in mind with the writers to bring into that role. He had to. There's no way he didn't because they got him in there and he's killing it. This, no, 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 no. 
Fuck the other movie that he did with his dad. That bullshit. No, 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 no. That M. Night Shyamalan shit. No, fuck that shit. Not only that, Will's ass sitting at home. He's sitting somewhere on Suicide Squad. This is Jaden doing him. And he is doing a marvelous job. Kudos to that young man for doing and playing that character. Because he is the epitome of a fucking space child. He is all of a hippie. Okay? I'm telling you, you will, this is worth watching simply to see Jaden Smith be dizzy. It's, 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 it's powerful, man. Um, the, the two other uh, kids, which uh, round off, was uh, Skylin Brook, who plays Ra Ra. And um, I believe this is in his uh, acting debut, Jermaine Brown, Jermaine Brown Jr., who plays Boo Boo. And Boo Boo is hilarious as fuck, too. That little motherfucker, he is the smallest one in the group. He is the biggest shit talker. He gives two fucks about what anything you got to think, say, or feel. And I fucking love that goddamn character, man. And then that, that's the original click. But lo and behold, as each click does... They always need that one person that gives that that ultimate crazy spark. And played by Shamik Moore, I shit you not, the character name is this. This is the craziest shit you've ever heard for a character in a movie outside of some shit that came out in 1970s. You know, who remembers Shownuff? I remember Shownuff from The Last Dragon. This nigga is make show, put Shownuff to shame. Goddamn Shaolin, goddamn motherfucking fantastic. Oh my God. Who the fuck came up with Shaolin Fantastic? I'm like, holy shit, nigga, for real? They named this nigga Shaolin Fantastic. They treat his ass like he's a fucking superhero. It's crazy. These niggas getting the one scene where they sitting there chasing each other down for a goddamn record. This nigga about to kill himself jumping off a fucking building to get away from some motherfuckers. I mean, don't get me wrong. If you running from some shit, granted. But <laughs> this shit was hilarious. All for a record, a record that he needed to get for one man who was Grandmaster Flash, a character in the film, but a real life human being person. You know, Grandmaster Flash, whose character, let me get this pulled back up here, if you will. Y'all give me a minute, y'all give me a minute. The character who is played by a wonderful actor, he's been doing, he actually stepped in and he makes you think that you're actually staring and looking right into the eyes of, you know, shit, he could fucking be Grandmaster Flash in 1970. You know, I'm just going to be honest with you. Um, the gentleman that plays that character is not coming up on my character list for some reason, which is pissing me off. Why? What the fuck? I thought I typed all this shit up. I did. Fuck you. God damn it, producers, you're supposed to... Oh, wait, I'm the goddamn producer. Fuck y'all, I know I got it here somewhere. Don't fucking play with me. God damn. Yes, but the young man who is... Da -da 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 -da. Wait, the nigga fall on. The nigga who played Cadillac is all the change, too. His name is uh, Yahya Abdul-Mateen II. And I know I've seen him in a couple of things. Uh, he's going to be in a new Baywatch movie. I think I know... I think... Uh, Crescendo. Okay, maybe I haven't seen him in anything. He looks like... He got to look like a, like Marvin Gaye. The nigga look like Marvin Gaye. I can say that, right? He look, Yahya look kind of like fucking Marvin Gaye. Um... Mamudu Afi, the gentleman who is playing Grandmaster Flash, he is fucking killing that role. He, he does a good job, and he's playing a mentor. He's playing a mentor to Shaolin Fantastic, 
Okay, well, we're going to call Shao from now on. That is just too much goddamn syllables to be trying to spit out. We only got nine minutes left of recording. So Shao is mentored by Grandmaster Flash, but he is also in cahoots with Cadillac and Cadillac's mother, who is a gangster in the city. As I mentioned before in the review, there is um, a lot of organized activity. I'm not going to call it gang activity. They have gangs in it, but that's not really covering it because when you put it all together, it's a bunch of motherfuckers who getting together to do a bunch of stupid shit. So that's organized crime, you know, all the way it go. You know, I'm not going to downplay it and say, oh, they're just a gang. No, these motherfuckers is like setting buildings on fire and fucking up some shit. These niggas for real. Um, a couple other actors to mention in this. Kevin Corgan, who plays uh, Jackie Moreno, is completely and totally fucked off in the head. Um, but he plays a good drug addict. Kevin Corgan is, is doing a good damn job because he is a drug addict. He is drunk. Um, Giancarlo Esposito, who plays Mylene's, Mylene's father. Um, anybody that has ever seen Giancarlo act, you know, it's, he kills every scene. He is going to knock it out of the park. Um, and, and you know, him and Don Cheadle are, are right there as far as that acting, that amount of, of that much career experience and being able to go into a scene and becoming the person that they're playing. Um, I bring up Don Cheadle because uh, one thing I mentioned in that interview that you guys will hear later, I misquoted the man's name and I do. I wanted to apologize for that. Um, one of the motivations of why I do the show and somebody I listen to, because one of the questions is asked in the interview is how, how do I carry you guys as an audience by simply talking to you guys? And I got that idea from watching a movie a few years back called Talk to Me. And the movie was about Ralph Waldo Petey Green. And that in the movie, uh, the role was played by Don Cheadle. And if you ever have watched this movie, if you haven't watched it, check it out because it's a good one. It's also got Cookie in it, child. It's got Taraji P. Henson. They got Cedric the Entertainer. It's off the hook. A good damn movie. But in this movie, it, it showed this guy who was just a regular guy in jail, you know, and he plays this role as, and well, he's he's just talking. <laughs> That's all he does. He just fucking talks talk shit whatever's on his fucking mind fuck it that's what comes off of it and that's what he does and he enjoys it i'm doing the same thing here with you guys carrying that torch you know we have to find some inspiration and and, and that's what we do and that's what i've done here and that's the reason why i do it and that's one of the reasons why i where the ideas and, and the thought came of where i could take my comedy and put it in the cracking on people like Donald Trump and in the cracking on people like some of you dumb motherfuckers that's sitting there listening to my show knowing good and hell well you done done some crazy shit that you ain't had no business doing today, nigga. <laughs> but nonetheless, quit feeling guilty. It's okay. I'll forgive you, my child. No shit, I'm just fucking around. Don't you take that shit seriously. <laughs> Stop that shit for real. Uh, but yes, as I was mentioning back to the get down, um, the whole cast, Jimmy Smith, who plays uh, Mylene's uncle, does a magnificent job, but then again, every time Jimmy Smith is in a movie, it's usually pretty goddamn fantastic. Um, and and just the whole cast itself ha has come together, you know, to to make a film that is so absolutely awesome, and and to make you think outside of of the box from what to you know because you're you're seeing these kids and you're watching them grow and you're watching them experience new things, you're trying to get them to see new stuff and good. Things happen to them simply by being in the right place. There was one scene where Jaden Smith went to a party and he just so happened to have one of Mylene's records. By him simply having her record in his arms, 
he was able to pass it out to the biggest DJ that wasn't going to get a copy of the record from the crazy bitch that made uh, Moreno eat her crotch out. So, I mean, this is what I'm saying. It talks, it shows about fate. It shows about having belief in yourself. It talks about doing and being better than you could have been or started out before. And having faith in you, that's the best part about it that I enjoy. It's about having faith in you. That's all I want everybody to have is have faith in themselves. Believing in yourself will get you a lot further than believing in bullshit that somebody else is trying to tell you. I know y'all don't want to believe me about this, but just try it. Try it. What the fuck you got to lose? You're losing so much now, shit, this might make your ass start to gain something. Believe in ourselves and we'll see how better this world can become. The weed smoking to make you laugh your ass off. I mean, these motherfuckers are smoking joints that's like the size of two motherfucking fingers easily. I don't see how the fuck. Like back in them days, the budget for weed had to be quite low to be able to afford the size of motherfucking joints these niggas are smoking. They smoking this shit like out of the goddamn comic book section of the fucking newspaper. It's fucking crazy. It's funny. There's a couple of scenes where they sitting there getting high in the motherfucker and you will laugh your ass off. It's one point. These niggas get given a crayon by Grandmaster Flash and I have never thought I'd ever laugh my ass off harder than I ever did watching any episode of that 70s show. Watching these niggas try to decipher what this nigga meant exactly with this motherfucking crayon and Boo Boo sobers the fuck up and snaps this nigga like fuck y'all in this goddamn crayon <laughs> this nigga fucking with us ain't shit with this goddamn crayon all y'all kiss my ass <laughs> but that's what i'm talking about it's a bunch of kids sitting around having a good time it is a great theme show it is a great awesome cast great ensemble cast that are growing great things and i think as the next part two comes out it's gonna get better and better y'all so when you watch it on Netflix, make sure that you give it five stars because I'm telling you, it's worth five stars. I mean, don't get, look, give it what you want. I think it was worth five stars. Shit, I would think it's worth 10 stars. No, I think it's worth 20 stars because I have sub accounts for me and my kids and each one of it gave it five fucking stars. So anything I can do to help to make sure that these guys get a part two and a part three and a part four, fuck it because the story alone is worth learning and and understanding something that was a part of american history that hasn't really been tapped into properly and right now to get down and tap it into it to a point that is unbelievable i'm enjoying every second of it and i think it's a really great show um, before we go i definitely want to give a shout out to our friends over at geekishcast.com geekishcast podcast uh myself along with jeremy vilmer well he hosted me um for an interview on his show it was we had a good time had a good chat sitting around talking about you know life and crazy shit politics you know race sex monkeys gorillas we didn't give a fuck and nothing was free and nothing was off limits so we had a good goddamn time uh so you guys go check out that interview at geekishcast.com uh also um special shout outs to again uh everyone over at the nightly show particularly holly robinson and jordan carlos as well as grace power no i was not gonna forget you guys' names um and, and once again you know everybody the whole cast over there i'm gonna miss that show it was one of my favorites uh i'm might not tear up tonight because i'm not that kind of guy when it comes to tv shows but it, it is a little sad so uh it, but like i said before 
I'm gonna really miss it. So uh, and like and I'm definitely hiring. If you motherfuckers need jobs and don't need pay, I'm I'm the guy to come get come get with. By all means, email me at the Joe Show at gmail.com. Hit me on Twitter at Joe Show. Hit me in the DM on Twitter. Hit me on the DM on Instagram at the Joe Moffitt Show. Hit the page up on Facebook. Hit me up on SoundCloud. Hit me up on iTunes. Baby, I'm all over the goddamn planet, and I'm only going to come farther and farther and farther. But then again, like I said before, thank you guys for listening. I appreciate all the love that you all give me. Like I said, if it's 1 to 100, I'm still going to be here for y'all. But help me get to 100. Fuck that. Help me get to 1,000. Fuck that. Help me get to 10,000. Fuck that. Let's take over the fucking planet, y'all. Don't that sound fun? I know it sounds fun to me. So we're going to get it done. Thank you all again. Peace and love. Y'all love each other. And like I said, let's practice a little thing called humanity just for a little while. Try it for, for one day, then for two, then for three. Why do we always have to be so happy around Christmas but can't be happy all the time? We might talk about that on the next show. Y'all be good. I'm out.